Bill Street Caravan is brought to you by the generous support of the Memphis Convention and Visitors Bureau. Memphis, home of the blues and the birthplace of rock and roll. I'm your host, Pat Mitchell-Worley. And I'm Kevin Cubbins. You're listening to The Sounds of Memphis on Beale Street Caravan. On today's show, we'll spend the hour with Eric Gales. Eric is no stranger to Beale Street Caravan, having graced our program many times over the years. A child prodigy, a musician's musician, an absolutely fearless performer. It's great to be able to have Eric and his harder edge sound in the Beale Street Caravan mix. And after the break today, Pat's going to sit down with Eric for what might be my favorite interview ever. Also joining us on Bill Street Caravan today is contributor Eddie Hankins. Eddie will be continuing his series on Chip's Moment and all the hit songs that came out of that legendary studio. The series is called American Studios Memphis's Hit Factory, and that's all coming up right now on Bill Street Caravan. It's good to be back in the studio with you, Pat. Did you have a good Halloween? I had a great Halloween. It was fabulous. <laughs> I saw the pictures on Facebook. Um, I'm looking at the calendar. We've got a few really cool things from our little Bridging the Blues mini world tour or tour of the Delta. We've got a set from Alvin Youngblood Heart here in a couple of weeks. I've got a couple of sets of gospel music taken from the King Biscuit Festival. Ooh. That's going to be fun. Um, we just recorded a show with uh, Greg Cartwright in The Raining Sound. Mm -hmm. Can't wait for that one. So that'll be here in a few weeks. Are you ready for the Memphis Music Hall of Fame introduction? Yes. What is going to be awesome. This, this week. John Fry, Big Star, Ann Peebles, Jesse Winchester. It, it's such a good class. I mean, there's so Furry many Lewis. choices. Yeah, there's Furry so many Lewis. choices when you live in Memphis. I mean, <laughs> Chips Moman will be inducted. That's right. It's going to be cool. Here's something exciting we've got coming up. So in January... Uh, Bill Street Caravan will be going on board the Sandy Beaches Cruise. It's a it's a roots music themed cruise. The artist headlining are uh, Delbert McClinton, who's Lyle, always awesome. Lyle Lovett, Marsha Ball, the Mavericks, and one of my personal favorites, Paul Thorne. So we'll be going on the cruise and we'll be recording. And uh, these sets of music will be broadcast, you know, later on in the season. Leading up to the cruise, we have a really exciting contest for our listeners. What is it? Tell me about it. I don't know. You haven't told me yet. I haven't told you yet? No, didn't tell me about it. Okay. So we've got a contest going on where the winner will receive a cabin aboard this cruise. Oh. An Ocean View cabin. Oh, nice. The right? good cabin, too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Here's how you get involved. Go to our Facebook page and find the post where we upload that week's program. There's going to be an audio player and a picture of the artist. And if you click it, it starts playing that week's episode of Beale Street Caravan. We do this every single week. We put the show on our Facebook page. and So each week, if you go there and you like that week's program, we'll enter your name into the drawing. And if you share that week's program, will enter your name again. Oh, two chances to win for a, every show. That's what I'm saying. You can enter your name twice each week just by doing those two things. So over the next four weeks, do this. Do this each week. And then on the program that airs during the first week of December, we'll have a drawing. That's pretty cool. Ain't it? I'm excited. I'm excited and too. And speaking of pretty cool, 
Eric Gales is on the program this week. I love having Eric on the show. I, I love too. just talking with Eric. I do He's too. always got a great perspective on things. He brings it every single time he steps on stage. You remember the last time he was on the show? It was... That's the love shell. Yeah, a couple of seasons ago in, in Overton Park, outdoors. Yeah, that was one the neighbors were talking about. Crazy storm hit halfway through the show. I, I want to point out that somehow I didn't get wet. Did you have an umbrella? No. I just always, when I see the rain coming... You stand under. I go where <laughs> I am protected. I don't wait. Little sprinkles start coming down and little patty heads over to some shelter. <laughs> I melt. <laughs> I'll never forget it because I was in the back of the venue, you know, recording the program, and I had my headphones on, and I'm sitting there, and I'm like, was that thunder I heard? Or was that just, like, the kick drum? Yeah. Noise? And then five minutes later, I'm thinking, whoa, that was thunder. That was that sound was definitely thunder. So I walk out of my room, and I come around to the stage, and there's Eric on the edge of the stage, eyes closed, playing his brains out, drenched in water, in the middle of, the, of this downpour. Yeah. There's lightning overhead, and he's literally bringing the house down. Monster performance. Like, the mothership landed in Overton Park <laughs> that night. It was incredible. There, yes, it's lovely to see an artist who's committed to their craft so much that it doesn't matter what else mm -hmm. is going on around them. They just tune it all out. Well, people still mention that Bill Street Caravan show to me, and it was definitely one of our finer moments. And so, lucky us, Eric's back with us again. New label, New record. It's called Good for Something. And he's got a new producer. Yes, Raphael Sadiq produced this album. He's tweaked his lineup. His wife, LaDonna, is a full time member of the group now. And speaking of his wife, LaDonna, she's one of the many positive things going on in his life. Most music lovers know Eric Gale's story up to this point. There have been some ups and there have been some downs. And I mean, some really low downs. This guy, he's internationally been hailed as this child prodigy coming up. He was on the cover of Guitar Player magazine before he was even old enough to drive. He comes from this extremely musical family. His brothers have played an enormous role in his career. They've been members of the band, part of the songwriting and production team, sources of inspiration, and they've even been a constant in his career. They provided that bedrock that families mm -hmm. can do. They're there for you thick and thin. So Eric has really hit a stride, and he's putting out some of the best material of his career, as our listeners are about to hear. Um, Eric brings a, just a great thing to our program. He's edgier, and he's just funkier than most of the artists that appear on our show. But it's that same raw, reckless abandonment. It's like it's the genius coming right at you. Yeah, definitely. He is pure energy. He's always on and he's always putting everything out there. Very in tune, very spiritual, and dude can play the guitar. Stick around for later in the show when Pat and Eric sit down, catch up, and talk about the new record. Again, it's called Good for Something, but right now let's get on to the music. Here's Eric Gills live on Bill Street Caravan. Check it out, y'all. This song right here. This song is simply called 1019. And you want to know what 1019 represents? 1019 represents the address, 1019 Rosewood in South Memphis, where me and all my brothers grew up, and that's where we all learned how to play. Y'all help me out. Come on, baby. 1019. Ten nineteen. 
I like it. Tonight, me. So, my mama laying down beside me with a King James Virgin in hand. Kneeled down by my bedside and gave thanks to the holy man. They said I was a long time coming, but they welcomed me to the scene. My mama looked at the doctor and said, Give me my baby so I can take him back to Auntie 19. That's where it all started, y'all. Uh. Little child, four brothers raised up in the church, that's up on the hill. And my daddy working for the man, trying to make a living in an 18-wheel. Always brought home the bacon so we never have to go without no food to eat. So tired when he got home, he had to stand on his feet. They said I was a long time coming, but they welcomed me to the scene. I closed my eyes and it takes me back to 1019. It takes me back to 1019. It takes me back to 1019. Big brother's guitars every time he walked out the door. 
Now my mama, two brothers on the heaven, I can still clearly see their face. And every time I'm in the music, I feel their warm embrace. But every now and then, I lay down and have a dream. I close my eyes and it takes me a while back to 1919. Tuning in, you're listening to the sounds of Memphis on Gill Street Caribbean. Today's program is made possible by a generous donation from Bridging the Blues. Find out more info about the music and culture of the Memphis and Delta region at bridgingtheblues.com. Today's program is also made possible by support from Southland Gaming. Southland, you bet we're closer. Here's more from Eric Gales, live on Bill Street Caribbean. something check it out
And I'll think you'll say the same. Check it out. on the radio, ain't you, huh?
That was Eric Gales live on Bill Street Caravan. Pat's going to be sitting down and catching up with Eric here in a moment. But first, we're going to turn it over to Bill Street Caravan contributor Eddie Hankins. Eddie is continuing his series, American Studios, Memphis's Hit Factory. It's brought to you by WEVL-FM 89.9, Memphis's volunteer and member-supported radio station. The American Studios series covers a remarkable period in music history where producer Chips Moman cranked out hit after hit after hit, all from his little studio just a mile or two from where Pat and I are sitting. Eddie is a veteran DJ at WEVL. He's been doing his show down in the alley for more than 20 years, and he's become quite the local expert on American Studios. He and others at the station, including Weevil's program director, Brian Craig, felt like the story of Chip's moment in the studio needed a little dusting off. People needed some reminding, so they played a huge part in bringing the history to light again including having a historical marker placed at the site where the studio once stood. And we also will point out Memphis Music Hall of Fame this year. Chips mm-hmm. Moment is one of the inductees, and all of the work they did really made Chips a figure that uh, the induction committee, they had to pay attention. Yeah. So we can thank them and pat them on the back for that, too. <laughs> Absolutely. For more information about WEVL or to stream the station online, go to WEVL.org. Here's Eddie. Thanks, Pat. Thanks, Kevin. One of American Studios' most consistently successful artists was Joe Tex, who made the studio his recording home base for a roughly five-year period from 1967 to 1972. In early 1967, Chips Moman and guitarist Reggie Young had traveled to Nashville to record with Tex and producer Buddy Killen. The minor hit, Show Me, was the result. Killen was suitably impressed with these Memphis boys, and it was shortly afterward that Moman decided that in the future, any outside producers that wanted to use him, Young, and the rest of his house band would have to come to Memphis to do so. So, for his next recording session, Joe Tex and Buddy Killen headed three hours west on I-40. Known as the preacher, the gospel-trained Tex was noted for down-home sermonettes inserted into the middle of his songs. Recording for the Nashville-based Dial record label, Texas Skinny Legs and All was his first million seller. A top 10 pop hit, a top 10 R&B hit, and a double Grammy nominee for Best Rhythm and Blues Recording and Best Rhythm and Blues Vocal Performance. As great as Texas' performance is, the real highlight may be American Studios guitarist Reggie Young's precise yet funky chicken picking in the bridge of the song, which was added at the behest of Tex himself. Say it, man! ahead of that woman like she don't belong to you just cause her got them little skinny legs you know that ain't no way to do <laughs> you didn't act like that when you had it home behind closed doors all right now you act like you're ashamed of woman don't even want nobody to know she's yours but that's all right you just walk on baby you worry about a doggone thing at all because there's some man somewhere who'll take you baby skinny legs and all that's right keep on walking baby 
show you what I'm talking about. Listen to this. Now, who take the woman with the skinny legs? Stand right there, baby. I'm gonna give you away in a minute. Come on, somebody, please take the lady with the skinny legs. Now y'all know the lady with skinny legs got to have somebody too now. <laughs> well, somebody please take the lady with the skinny legs, please. Hey, Joe. Yeah, Bobby. How would you take? Yeah, boo. I don't want no one with no skinny legs. Look here. I thought about giving this woman a cloud, but no. So I know the kind of women cloud like. Go Leroy or take her. Say Leroy! You got it! <laughs> You won't act like that man ain't yours. Just cause he's walking with you with them raggedy clothes. Man just forgot to get his suit out to clean those, that's all. All right. All right. Bell Records out of New York had established American Studios as its go-to Southern recording studio and routinely began sending artists down to Memphis to receive some of the American magic. At first, this consisted mainly of rhythm and blues and soul artists. But once the studio began having sustained success on the pop charts, Moman and Tommy Cogbill, who was now doing more producing than bass playing, began to actively pitch artists to Bell. One such performer was a young singer from the Pacific Northwest, who was something of a protege of Paul Revere and the Raiders, whose vocalist, Mark Lindsay, had just recorded the Raiders album, Going Down to Memphis at American. Marilee Rush came to American in early 1968 and Tommy Cogbill helmed the session. The first song she recorded there would go on to become a top 10 pop smash and garner yet another Grammy nomination for the studio, this time for Best Contemporary Pop Female Vocalist. Angel of the Morning was written by Chip Taylor, who's also known for writing Wild Thing by the Trogs. Thank you. 
Street Caravan. I'm Eddie Hankins. Thanks, Eddie. We have to take a quick break for local announcements, but when we come back, we'll have Eric Gales back with us. You're listening to the Sounds of Memphis on Bill Street Caravan. Caravan is supported in part by awards from the Tennessee Arts Commission and Arts Memphis. We're back and we're about to hear more music from Eric Gales, but before we get back to the show, Pat got a chance to sit down and talk with her old friend about life and music, so we're going to listen in on that. Well, hello, Eric Gales. Hey there, Pat. It's good to be here. It's good for you to come into the Bill Street Caravan studio. Absolutely. I like it. This is the first time we've had you as an interview mm-hmm. on Bill Street Caravan, you have graced the show many times with fabulous performances. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. one of our favorites, as we say every time Thank you. we put you on. Thank you so much. <laughs> Kevin and I go, man, Eric Gales, yeah, this guy. And we, we tell your story. So it's sort of nice to have you here to tell your story yourself. <laughs> Thank you. Glad to be here. Glad to be here. So let's start out with the simple stuff. Okay. You're from Memphis, Tennessee. Born and raised. South Memphis. I remember when I first heard about you being a a young girl that liked rock. The first time I caught your set, it was it was quite interesting for me because there you were with your you know with uh, your brother Eugene and and Hubert, and I was like, oh my goodness, it's a black band that likes Mm -hmm. to rock. Absolutely, absolutely, (laughs) absolutely. I took the world by storm. I mean, it was a surprise to everybody, you know, especially with everything involving you know me being a kid. And, yeah. you know, with my brother and, you know, just coming out of Memphis and, you know, just the whole thing, you know. But just at the time, it was just I liked playing music and that was what was coming out of me. It's been a, it's been a long ride, but it's, it's, a, it, it's a beautiful thing what music does for my soul. And uh, at the end of the day, that's what I'm very thankful for that I have as, you know, an outlet, you know. You can hear all of those Memphis influences mm-hmm. in your music. You mm-hmm. can hear the R&B. You can hear the, the church experience, the Absolutely. gospel experience. Absolutely. It's all there. Yeah. So did you sort of just soak it all up and it's let like it a, all come back out? Absolutely. <laughs> it's like a big pot of gumbo, and it has everything in it. Church, gospel, R&B, jazz, blues, classical, opera, funk, 
everything that you can is just a big pot of gumbo. And whatever comes up out the spoon when you put it in your mouth, that's going to be what it's going to be. And I never let myself get in the way because I'm such a free spirit when I get on stage and it just comes out with such miraculous passion. And the big man upstairs is totally involved with that. And I think that I have the best seat in the house because I have a front row seat to a man that's performing his job through me as a vessel. And, you know, it's just amazing. It's amazing. Well, you you know, when you say that, it just makes me wonder, what does Eric Gales listen to when he's driving down the street? <laughs> everything. And everything from John Mayer to Zach Wilde to Eric Johnson to Doyle Brimhall to, to Trey Songs to Drake to uh, Lil Wayne to Common to, you know, uh, Nicki Minaj to, uh, you know, to, to Rick Ross to... Kenny Burrell to Wes Montgomery to Jerry yeah. Reed to, you know, you just... So you're just, you're everybody. just, just throw it in, put yeah. it on shuffle. It ain't, it, ain't, it ain't the people that I name, it's the people that I don't name that I'm forgetting about. You know what yeah. I mean? I, it's every everybody, everybody, everybody. Well, you know, in the in the very beginning, when um when you first came out, every, the words everyone kept saying is child prodigy, mm-hmm. child prodigy. Mm-hmm. You know, here you are, you're playing guitar. And was that was that a lot of pressure? Well, you know, I've been asked that question before, you know, and to me, I've always accepted what came about with a lot of grace. And it was nothing that I searched out for that notoriety nationally and internationally came. I was just happy playing. And, you know, yeah, is it pressure? Yes, that's pressure for anyone, you know, and to come to think about it, in 91, I was one of the first young artists that was coming out then and especially doing that kind of music, yeah. uh, the, uh, to say the least. The whole um, record label want to take you out of school and, and, and home to, and tutor you on the road and all that sort of stuff that's involved with, like, young teen stars now, you know what I mean? So, like, you know, yeah, it's, 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 it's definitely a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure that, you know, I don't think that it's too much. I mean, if you're focused and your mind is where it needs to be, then nothing is impossible. There are some things that I went through in life, and it's a real a miraculous blessing that I'm still here. Yeah. You know, a cat that has nine lives has nothing on me because I should have been gone a long time ago, to be honest with you. And yeah. I'm still here because God got something planned still left for me to do. I mean, your story is 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 very, once you dive into it and it's the deep. ups and downs that you've had. It's deep. The, um, and knowing you over the years, the things that I've seen yeah. and the things that, you know, you. I know exactly what you mean. But the music has always I mean, been. Always been consistent. Always been. It, I've never right. seen you give a bad show. Thank you. No matter what shape you're in, <laughs> I've never seen a bad show. Thank you so much. Well, I can honestly say over to years now that you know there's not been any over-the-top influences yeah uh, 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 upon me that's allowed any surprises of anything that would be anything less than what Eric Gales would give and I'm very proud to say that I'm, I'm, I'm you know not saying I'm completely sober but I'm saying that you know things that I used to do I don't do them anymore yeah. You know, and that's heavily contributed to this newly, this this new life that I have with my wife Ladonna. You know, and uh, you know, I'm married, been married a, a a little over two two almost two and a half years now, um, and uh, you know, just having someone that just had my back. You know, and not that there weren't people that were there that had, didn't have my back before, but like you know, it just took my wife really to help me realize that you know, you're not a thirty five cent dude. You know what I'm saying? You're a million dollar fella. 
and you know that's how that you should carry yourself and that's how you should be and that's how I feel that you are and I think that you're sitting content being feeling like you're a 35 cent dude and that's not what you are and I'm here to tell you you have something that not everybody in this world is blessed with and I'm here to tell you that a good woman don't walk behind their man they walk beside them yeah. and I'm here for you Man, that's a blues song, by Ooh, the way. That gave me, <laughs> oh, my God. That just gave me goosebumps. Oh, Lord, have mercy on my soul. Can we just write a song? If you write that uh, song, I get credit. I totally get credit uh, for you it. Say, hey, you got it. You got it. It's on record. You got it. Kevin's a witness. Yeah. Kevin, Kevin, remember that. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I do, um, years ago, I was I was at a show um at the at the Daisy. Yeah. And it was Archangels. Yes. And Dole Bram Hall second. I was, was talking with Dole to Bram him. Hall two weeks ago. I'm from the Hendrix tour. But I anyway, was talking, go ahead. talking yeah. to him after the show. And that was the first time we'd met. I knew Chris Layton and Tommy Shannon yeah. from um from Steve Ray Vaughn right. and you know we knew each other. So I, I was just like, oh wow, okay. Dole Bram Hall I didn't know the most about, which is interesting because Charlie Sexton I knew a whole lot about. Yeah, yeah. And if you ask me today, I can tell you more about Dole, Dole just because he's yeah. such an incredible musician. Unbelievable, man. The first words. Call him right now. The first words he said to me was, Do you know where I can find Eric Gills? Oh. <laughs> Those are the first words. His first time in Memphis, man. playing on Beale Street, and he wanted to find you. That's my guy, and man. It, That's ironic because we were just together two weeks ago. It, it's sort of funny, though, how many guitarists, being at Bill Street Caravan, being in this line of work and meeting yeah. guitar players, guitar players, yeah. and so many of them, when they find out I'm from Memphis, yeah. Your name is the first one that comes up. The second is Sean Lane. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I, you're sure right. I, I, I get that too. Well, Sean Lane, do you know Sean? Oh, man, do I know? Yeah, we, yeah. But you know what? For you to tell me that, that must mean that I, there's something that I've been doing out there that people have been recognizing. You know, good or bad. I mean, I don't know. But I mean, but musically, you know, if it's the recognition from, you know, this guy musical talent and what he has going on, you know, have them say, you know, my name in reference to Memphis, Tennessee, then that really makes me feel good to come home, do an interview, and be back in my hometown and uh, hear you say that because that's a, that's a wonderful thing. It well, is. I, I'll ask you this. You've always been um, one to, to, to push the boundaries. I yeah. remember when you did the collaboration with 3-6 Mafia. Absolutely. And so I didn't understand how it went together. But then when you think about things like Parliament and you yes. think about so many artists that put funk and R&B coming together, it wasn't so far of a stretch. It's just that we've been so mentally forced now, yes. to separate music right, once right. again comes back to and that I, and I haven't quit I mean I also play with Lauren Hill I'm her guitar mm -hmm. player yes. you know and me and Doug Pinnock and Thomas Pigeon put this PGP well uh, that's what I was going to ask about and, and you know all of, quite a few things you know it, so I'm constantly in this new record when you hear it I'm telling you it's the best that's what you told me about the last album uh, which it was it was really good I gotta tell you is good for something it's unbelievable Raphael so Sadiq, let's talk about it let's Raphael talk about the record Sadiq is my best friend. So and Raphael Sadiq, for those who don't know his, Tony, Tony, his Tony. history, he's known for Tony, Tony, Tony. But, but he's multi-genre, he everything. Yeah, everything. he can play anything, he can do anything. Everything. He's got soul. Got soul. Written all over him. Then Composed. you've got some guitar heroes on the record. Yes, Eric Johnson, one of my biggest influences of my all-time life, did it. And we just, I, I'm speechless talking about it. And, and Zach Wilde, I mean, you know. 
Zach Wilde did an interview when he first came on to the Hendrix tour, and they asked him, you know, are you excited about your first time being on the Hendrix tour? And he said, you know what, I am. But you know the most excitement that I have about seeing and meeting is Eric Gale. Wow. And that blew my mind. I'm like, wow, dude. I'm just, like, unbelievable. So when we first met, it was like brotherhood. Like, black. he's sending me black label gear to my home. Personally, you know, me and my wife, he's gearing us up with boots, jackets, everything, rings, everything. So we're like, next you'll get a motorcycle. We'll you get know. everything. I mean, it, like, you know, he said, Father Eric, I got you covered, man. I'm going. He calls his studio the Black Vatican. So he does it in the Black Vatican, and he sent it back down to me. And uh, you know, my brother Eugene, it was very instrumental in helping write some of this record with yeah. me as well. For this record, it, in talking about Eric Johnson and talking about Zach Wild, Zach Wild for a lot of people, you know, a lot of people try to pigeonhole Zach into just being a hard rock guitar player, but this is a guy who auditioned for the Almond Brothers. I mean, yeah. he really believes in the the, the oh, blues a, base a true, a true, of any... Absolutely, absolutely. He throws it out there yeah, absolutely, and absolutely. has fun with it. How do, you, how do you work things out so y'all aren't stepping all over each other? There's an intricate way that it's done, you know. You just let everybody do what they do, you know, and let people like Raphael with great expertise, you know, sit back and say, well, I think that this should go here and I think that should go there. And that's where great minds come together and yeah. it works out, you know. And, uh, you know, and I leave the studio with a huge joker smile on my face because, <laughs> you know, a master plan came together, you know, and it's you just sit back and let the magic work. So how did Rafael Sadiq get into the picture? How did He's um, been my friend for he's been my buddy. I've played on countless number of movie soundtracks that he's done. Oh. And you know, I was incarcerated actually. And my friend T Mix, Tristan, uh that did work for Suave House down in uh T Mix, a, a mixer uh-huh. guy. He got in contact with me when I got out and he said, Man, you won't believe who's been trying to find you. And I said, Who? He said, My dude, Rafael Sadiq. I said, You gotta be kidding me. So we got numbers, and he called me. He said, man, I've been trying to find you for I don't know how long. I want to fly you out here. Bam, got out there, put me immediately to work. Blew my mind. I'm like, man, my dude. Blessings raining down. And it was like he was more excited to meet me than I was him. So, you know, but the feeling was mutual. It just felt that way, you know. Yeah. Kind of the same way with my godfather, Carlos Santana, doing that Woodstock 94 thing with him and, and, and everything and just, just the people that I've had opportunity to come in contact with. But So I called him. I said, man, I got this new, this new label, Cleopatra. Their arms reach. Best Buy opted on the record. You know, yeah. so they're going to have it. It's, it's going to be in every avenue that you can find it. It's going to be pressed yeah. up on vinyl as well. Now that you're, you're doing the, it's almost come full circle. I'll I'll point out that, you know, you mentioned that you were incarcerated. A few years ago, I remember coming to see you play at, at the, the penal farm. At the penal farm. Yeah. And um and and going through security and all this craziness and I'm just like, ah yeah. and then I got in there and you just tore it up. Hey. And all of these, these Inmates, guys yeah. who had been Hardened, who, who criminals, locked everything, up, they, everything. Were, they just immediately responded to the music. And I go back to that, imagining what that Folsom County, you know, experience yeah. with Johnny Cash was. Yes. When you're so, like, you're so starved for just some kind of inspiration. Something. And just, I prayed, and God brought it to me, and the warden knocked on my door and said, I know who you are. 
And I think that you could help bring crime down around the facility. And it created a music program. And we were around playing for Mayor Warden and everything. Yeah. And that started all of that. And I remember that so, was the first show. And they were they were telling us what the plan was and everything. Yeah. It's just one of those testaments to the value of music when yeah. it, it's so devalued in yeah. so many right. ways. You're right. You know, is it used to sell the Coke or right. sell right. the, you're you know, the, the women McDonald's or the, draw, or the, or the drugs yeah, or, you or know, whatever. whatever. Anything and, um, that's out there. Anything that's out there. You're right. You're and absolutely we, we right. And we just don't talk enough about the positive effects that it has absolutely. and everything. Absolutely. So I, I'm excited to hear the new record. I am excited that you came in to chat with us. This Man, is awesome. This feels, this, I'm, I've had goosebumps the whole time sitting here talking there, about it. I, I mean, I'm, I didn't tell know you. really what to expect, but I, I'm telling you, I'm really glad that I came in here to give you, you know, my own Eric Gale's heard it from me opinion <laughs> of uh, where I've been where I, what I've been through, which is no secret to neither one of you. You know yeah. what I've been through, you know, and it feels great to me. And let me tell you this, to be finally in the front page of the paper and it's not my mugshot, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's not a story about me being arrested. It's not a story about me being locked up on Bill Street or anything like that. I'm come back home and I'm making a statement. And I'm making a statement in a huge way. And it's a beautiful thing. You know, I, I, that 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 makes me think. Um, one thing that I did want to bring up is that your brother, um, little Jimmy King, yes, who was one of the sweetest guys Absolutely. and just funny and just always had a little little smart comment Absolutely. to say to me when he signed his label deal. Everybody was talking about little Jimmy King. You right. know, he's on this rise to the top, and he was taken from us right. way too soon. Being that you're surrounded by these musical brothers. Do you feel like you are also leading the charge yes, to make absolutely, sure absolutely. that what y'all did playing together, having absolutely. fun, it, 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 comes it, bigger? It comes bigger, absolutely. Yeah, I, I, to answer your question, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. I was just I just wanted to mention little Jimmy King and absolutely. give him some props. You did great. You did you, you did right cuz I, I should I I left him out and he's definitely not left out because every time I play my mother, my two brothers that's passed on, my grandmother, my grandfather, all of them are up there with me on stage. So yeah. they're there with me in spirit. So, you know, they're there always. So, I'm glad you brought that up and my brother <laughs> little Jimmy King rest in peace. Well, I, thanks for coming in. Thanks Thank for you. chatting with us. Thank and you so much. We're um, going to go back to more music from Eric Gales. Thank you. What an amazing character. You said it. I love that guy. Here's more from Eric Gales live on Bill Street Caravan. You know, this reminds me of my big brother, little Jimmy King. May he rest in peace. 
It reminds me of Muddy Waters. It reminds me of John Lee Hooker. Robert Johnson, Hubert Sumlin, all them cats. But I feel a little B.B. King right now. Check it out. Check the facial expressions out. Check it out. So, did y'all like 1019? So check this out. I wrote a song on this new record with Raphael Sadiq, and it's called Going Back to Memphis. Ain't that something? Cheers, everybody. Here we go. For folks just tuning in, you're listening to the sounds of Memphis on Bill Street Caravan. Today's program is made possible by a generous donation from Bridging the Blues. Find out more info about the music and culture of Memphis and the Delta region at bridgingtheblues.com. Here's more from Eric Gales.
back to Memphis Where it all began At age 15 I'm playing guitar in my old band Back to Memphis See my family Have me some good food To try to hear what's playing
That was Eric Gale's live on Bill Street Caravan. It's something about that live dynamic that you can't take away. Amazing. He's just one of those artists that when you see the guy live, your pants are blown off. Yeah. That's the best way. <laughs> <laughs> it transcends genre. I mean, it's just, it's a thing. It's a force of nature. Well, special thanks to our supporters, the Memphis Convention and Visitors Bureau, Arts Memphis, the Tennessee Arts Commission, Bridging the Blues, and Southland Gaming for their support and helping make Bill Street Caravan possible. We'd like to remind our listeners to please show your support for public broadcasting. You're not going to find programming like this anywhere else. If you tune in to us and you like what you hear, give your local station a call or email and let them know how much you appreciate them. And give us a shout, too. You can find Bill Street Caravan on all the social media outlets, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And don't forget about the contest, Sandy Beaches Cruise. You can find out more information by going to sandybeachescruise.com. Go onto our Facebook page and enter your name into the drawing for a free cabin by liking this week's program. Next week on Bill Street Caravan, we'll have singer, songwriter, and theologian John Kilser. We'll also have our Bill Street Caravan contributor Eddie Hankins here to continue his series on American Studios. Until then, I'm Pat Mitchell-Worley. And I'm Kevin Covens. You've been listening to the Sounds of Memphis on Bill Street Caravan.